listening to Renato Creative Radio. Radio. I have a special guest today. Today I'm going to interview Kimberly Michelle from New York. Today we're going to interview her and we're going to talk about her modeling career. She has done a few things and we're going to talk about that. If you're into fitness, make sure you check out x25fitness.com. If you would like to place an ad on this radio show, just go to x25fitness.com slash ads. Also, we have the Vixens magazine. If you would like to model in the Vixens magazine, or if you are an artist and you would like to feature in the Vixens magazine, just go to x25fitness.com slash Vixens. She will be on soon, so we're going to start the show off with some music. Hey, yeah. we're going to get into this new joint right here. New single. Right now, y'all know what it is. Got my secret weapon with me. Mother half. 10-year-old sensation. Jay Dizzle, right, you know, DJ. Eight, uh, eight. Bang. Gas House, 704, oh, 2, man, 2, I'm like, wait, this joint going NC, right here. we finna go to NY, we everywhere, they just let them know what it is, uh-huh, Ira, what up, Maximus, Studios, Jay Dizzle, get on Classic session and we back to turn up, when we hit the stage, we been on the blaze it up, we got bars, we got Tell it is a bust, so you can trust in them that you better throw 
X25 Radio. So today we're interviewing Kimberly Michelle. She's a natural model from New York. If you would like to call and you would like to talk to her, the number is 213-943-3560. Press 1 to talk. Again, the number is 213-943-3560. If you would like to listen to the archives of the show, only thing you have to do is go to x25fitness.com slash radio. And if you have an iPhone, look for the podcast app by Apple and search for X25 Fitness. If you have Stitcher, search for X25 Fitness Radio. And if you're on Android, look for Beyond Pod and look for Stitcher or Mixcloud and look for X25 Radio. So I'm proud to introduce Kimberly Michelle. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? I am great. So how is the weather in New York currently? Uh, it was raining pretty bad earlier and it was a thunderstorm, but it cleared up like after like a half hour. Um, but it's supposed to warm up again this weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm really sick of this weather. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a winter person. Spring is all right, but it took us a minute to get here. So yeah. All right. And, um, so I'm guessing you do not like snow. No, no, I hated it when it snowed, but I was still, you know, going to my gigs and everything. That didn't stop me, but it, it definitely um, hindered me a little bit, like, in, in a sense, because some of the transportation was, like, a little uh, slow. And then I live in Long Island, so, you know, how that goes. <laughs> All right. So, um, tell us about the projects that you have recently done, since you just mentioned it. Oh, yes. Um, you know, I work on a lot of TV sets, um, also films. Um, but I was featured in Madam Secretary back in February, Season 3, Episode 12. If anybody wants to check it out, um, the, the episode is called The Detour. I was um, a Nigerian assistant to the ambassador of Nigeria, so... Definitely can't miss me, my haircut. You definitely can't miss me. Um, so that was that was dope. Um, Orange is the New Black is also going to be premiering in June, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing myself in that. Um, so you know, lately I've just been working on a lot of TV TV sets. Um, too many to name, <laughs> but most of the popular TV shows that you you know you hear about today, I, I work, I do work a lot on those, and there's, it's pilot season, so there are a lot of pilots that are filming right now that I've been working on so we'll see if any of those get picked up you know how that goes it's you know it's a hit or miss sometimes so alright so if one of those pilots take off how will you feel great <laughs> see myself on TV it's, it's interesting like like I always laugh when I see myself on TV because like I remember telling myself Every time I watch certain shows, I want I'm gonna be on that show. Like I wanna I gotta see it, it, what how would I feel if I saw myself? That's what I always say to myself. And now when I look at certain shows, I'm like, Oh shit <laughs> Like that's me, like so, you know, it's it's cool. It's really it's interesting, but you know, it does take a lot of work. Um, you know, I didn't just start acting. My first gig was actually uh, an independent film. I played an assistant in um, a film called Clipped Wings, They Do Fly by William Michael Barbie. It was actually a book originally and then he made it into a movie. Um, that was my first acting gig. So that was like back in 2013. So 
you know, I've I've been acting here and there, but I really started back on a serious note um, September of last year. I was working at a watch company, so I took time off. But in between, I was always doing gigs, but getting, you know, finally resigning from there and actually just going into things full time, you know, was a big uh, leap, you know. Because the industry is competitive, like, let's be real, I mean, modeling, acting, anything entertainment-wise is very competitive, but, um, you know, you just got to stay consistent. And that was really what I was focused on. All right, and tell us about your um, career before um, becoming an actress. Like, did you do anything else besides acting? Um, yeah, definitely um, always model. I mean, I modeled since 2010, so it's, that's pretty decent time, I would say. Um, you know, even with that, like, I think it's because people seeing me as a model... I guess they never really thought that that would happen because in people who know me, like in high school and college, they never really could see that, I guess maybe. Maybe they were surprised by it, um, especially doing nude modeling. It's, it causes a lot of controversy. People, you know, assume all types of things about you. Um, but I was always, it's, it's funny because I was always initially in it because I wanted to help myself. Uh, become more confident and you know it I didn't really take it as serious at first um, because I felt like it was more of a hobby and then when I realized that you know I was getting such positive feedback from it people were saying oh you know you inspire me and things of that nature I said oh okay you know maybe I'm more photogenic than I thought and so I would see get my pictures back and I'd be like wow like that's amazing so my goal was to really just you know, send a message through my pictures. Um, you know, not being afraid to be who I am. You know, regardless of what people say, because I did. Even though I did get positive feedback, I also got a lot of negative feedback. You know, so. And it, but it comes. It comes with the territory. Modeling is just one of those things. You know, especially if you're a new model. I'm sure plenty of new models can can also relate to to what I'm saying. You know. So. All right, and what is your favorite photo shoot that you have done? Hmm, interesting. I, well, I have two. Can't even pick one. Two. One I did um, for this boutique in Brooklyn called MissEleganceBoutique.com. If you go up there, you'll probably still see some of my pictures. Um, even if you go on um, Instagram, it's Miss Elegance Boutique. You'll see we're amazing. Um, and my second shoot was with this um, photographer named Stelto Semart. He's he's actually based out of Brooklyn as well. And it was an editorial shoot. It was supposed to be submitted for magazines, which it was. But, of course, sometimes he's a hit or miss. Sometimes they get picked up, sometimes they don't. But the, everything was on point. The angles, um, you know, very, very editorial, which I love editorials. You know, because you can do the crazy makeup. You do different different outfits. One of the designers from that shoot was um, William William Drummond. You can also find him on Instagram, William Drummond Official. Uh, he's he's really dope, you know. So it just shows that you know I'm diverse. I don't want people to think that yeah I'm just good at modeling dudes. Like you know I've I've done all types of photo shoots. So you know um, over the I mean over the course of six or seven years, 
so many and so many things that I've done that people with so many pictures that I have that people have never even seen. So, you know, it just I think those were probably my favorite too. All right, and tell us some of the fashion shows you have done because I noticed that you're a fashion model also. And also talk I've done, about yeah. You're short, too, from what I know. So tell us about the struggles of being a the struggles of being a short model and doing runway. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. So I've done a couple of shows, like out in Jersey, um, Color Wars Three, I believe it was. Um, this was at the the Double Tree, if I'm not mistaken, in Newark. I think it was back in 2014 and 2013. I was a model for that show. Um, regardless of, you know, my height, I was still... Everybody knew that I could walk. You know, I had the personality. So certain shows, you know, they don't care. Like, I also did um, a Plitz Marketing fashion show. Um, it was a competition. And they did have a petite category, which I love. Um, I'm still debating whether I'm going to do it again this year. I'm not sure. So, But I did manage to make the top 25 out of 75 models. So even not having anybody there to support me because that's really what it's based on. People voted for you. So I guess somebody liked me enough to put me in those, in that top 25. So, you know, that was back in 2013. So that was, that was really dope. But, you know, um, it's really challenging. Like they only had one season of America's Next Top Model for petite models and they didn't advertise it as much as they did with the other seasons. That really made me mad because, you know, like seeing all these models who were like my height, like, I'm like, yo, I would have been so dope for that, you know? But it sucks. It really sucks because I feel like when it comes to print modeling, it doesn't really matter what your height is because you could always make yourself, angles make you look taller. Everybody that doesn't that doesn't know me, um, they haven't, have never met me, they always assume that I'm taller than what I am. So that just tells me, you know, in that aspect, you know, you really can't, you don't know unless somebody tells you. Print work, you can do anything. You know, you can make yourself look tall. So... Yeah, like that. That's definitely a challenge. But I feel like, you know, it's, you know, we're breaking through somewhat, but not quick enough for me. So, yeah. I mean, I've gotten rejected from so many different, like, uh, you know, shows because I really think it's because of my height. Because I know that I can walk. That's not even a question to me. But you know, it just sucks. I mean, in terms of the measurements, that's not even an issue either. So, you know. That's some of the common challenges that we face being short. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I love your work. Um, can you tell people where they can view your work? Because you got a lot of awesome work. And I love that you your portfolio is not like the same pictures. You have unique work. You got great nude work. You have great fashion work. You have great makeup and hair. Like, where can people see you? you? And also give us your social media links. Yeah, so um, uh, you can find me on Instagram, Kimberly, four underscores, Michelle. just want to make that clear because a lot of underscores. <laughs> Kimberly, four underscores, Michelle. Um, I am on Twitter, but not as much. And you're going to laugh at my Twitter name, but it's yes, in all caps, underscore, I'm, which is lowercase, bald. <laughs> bald is in all caps. So it's yes in caps underscore I am which is lowercase and bald is is in caps so made that Twitter name when I was in college it's hilarious so um, you can find me on there also 
Uh, Facebook is facebook.com slash model Kimberly Michelle. And I'm definitely on Facebook a lot. So, you know, I definitely post about, post my pictures from when I'm on set. Anything really, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's, there you go. That's my info. But, yeah, you can definitely find my pictures on each, either one of those sites. So. All right. And what made you want to go with the natural hair, you know, close cut look? as a model I think that helps your look and that helps you market yourself a lot better because not many people's doing that so like what made you decide to do that well it's interesting because originally I did go into the salon I told my mother when I was like 19 because I come out here in 2010 so I think I was about yeah 19 and I told my mother one day like I just want to cut it all off because you know, I had a relaxer. That was my last time I told myself that would be my last relaxer, which was a just for me relaxer. It was hilarious. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. I just got tired of it. And my mother was like, all right, well, she took me to the, to the salon. Guy starts cutting my hair. And I really didn't. All right. We have a special guest. I'm sorry. I think I I put you out of um. <laughs> I'm sorry. I took you. I took you out. Um. I'm sorry. You can continue. Um. You can continue. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, but um. So basically, he kept cutting, and my hair was just short. <laughs> and I looked at the mirror. I was like, "Oh shit!" My mother was like, "Oh my gosh, it looks so nice." And then, you know, I mean, it took me a while to get used to it. I mean, that first day that I got it done, I went out that night and everything, but it did take a while for me to adjust and to grow into it. You know, I, of course, people always say, oh, it's just a phase. You're going to want to grow it back. Um, you know, people say negative things, especially me having a low cut, and then now I'm modeling. That was just like, you know, boom, you know. And it it was definitely, um, I think I became more confident with it over the course of time, you know, once I left school and started you know, trying trying to figure out what works for me. Eventually, I just became more confident with it, and you know, things took off, and and people loved it. Photographers that I work with, they loved the the look, and I feel like it it brought out my features more. So, pretty much. All right, we have a special guest. Um, he's gonna um, basically introduce his song, and we're gonna play that right now. Um, Walter, are you? Is this Walter? Yep, Walt Baby. All right. Hey, the next song coming up is Black Boy, produced Before by you my do man that, Mike right. Before you do that, um, tell us about your um, yourself and um, give us your social media. Okay. Uh, Walt Baby, uh, you can hit me up on Twitter. At Walt Baby DP on Instagram, it's the same thing. Walt Baby DP D for dirty, P for like purple. Uh, I'm from uh, North Carolina, Bull City, Williamson, North Carolina. Uh, been doing this hip hop thing for for a while now. Moving around and uh, just learning everything I can about this about this thing. I make beats, I write, uh, I'm up here in Baltimore now, just grinding. I got a little album out called Presence of Color, 
It's on iTunes, it's Amazon, Spotify, wherever you get your music, it's out, it's out there. All right, and, uh, and tell us some... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. That's why I about, about to say the same thing. I was about to say, um, tell us about this track and how you wrote it and came up with that concept for it. Yeah, so uh, this track is a track off the album. Um, it's called Black Boy. And uh, basically, at the time, you know, it's going to, like everybody's seen it on the news and on TV, social media, all the uh, the killings that were going on a couple of years ago, still going on, of the police and unarmed, unarmed people. And um, I just thought it was, you know, like everybody thought it was just, it was going on too much. So I just had to speak on, just something I had to speak on, I had to get out just to, you know, artistically and creatively just so I can move on and do other things, you know, with my music. All right, we're going to play this and we got a dance press track. And after that, we'll be back with Walter Jones and model Kimberly Michelle. Model and actress Kimberly Michelle. You are about to experience the awe and mystery that reaches from the inner mind to the outer limits. Kunta. Kunta Kinte. Oh, no, that's your African name. Must have give you a new name. Must have say, you name Tobit. Yo. Had to pay homage, yo. Yeah. Learn your life lessons Don't lock yourself in that mental depression That past pain left you in Bad parents plus worse friends uh, Equal a rough adolescence That won't end soon enough What don't kill you will make you tough Suicide ain't even an option for us Drink for the pain Heavy smoke if you suffer So you're the silver light up Here's a toast and puff puff Ghetto black boys and white ones the system don't discriminate We ain't from where they from So how can you relate to a nigga like Trump? You won't born rich Little boys grow me and I transform bitch Conform or snitch Habits that you learn growing up in the snake piss Black boy Black boy President, but they don't really mean shit. What do you don't make me shit? Take care of self first, preservation. Respect yourself first, have self expectations. Know your self worth, no self defacement. You're valuable, beautiful, soulful, often envy. Cause it comes to you so natural. Black is, but they tell you that it ain't true. Had you doubting you, hating you. Tricks the deceiver use to keep us all confused, lighting up the fuse. It's up to us to defuse this. I used to be you. Here's a few juice, please use them to guide you through any life situation you may find you. Mind, body, soul, wisdom, two by two. Wherever you go, may your light shine through. Black boy. Story. 
Jonathan Sanders, Victor LaRosso, Kevin Johnson, Spencer McCain, Jermaine Benjamin, Chris Jackson, Allie Craig Williams, Ross Anthony, Richard Gregory Davis, Elvis Street, Lorenzo Hayes, Damon Phillips, Starworth, Brandon Glenn, Reginald Moore, Terrence McCullough, Jason Champion, Sean LaRue Bell, Gregory Daquan Harris, Terry Lee Chatham, Will Chapman, Samuel Harrell, Freddie Gray, Norman Cooper, Brian Acton, Darrell Brown, Stephen Townsend, Michael Lee Marshall, Lonzo Smith, Anthony Ashford, Lamontez Jones, Wayshard Cole, Addison Brown, Dietra Hamilton, Harry Gardner, John Crawford III, Michael Brown, Ellsworth Ford, Dylan Taylor, Dante Parker, Tamisha Anderson, Alton Sterling, Philando Castillo, Kia Gurley, Tamir Rice, Tyrone West, Roman Branson. Damn. X25 Radio. This is a people's radio. Turn off that bullshit. Bullshit. Chain to a slave, a crown to a king But knife and fork, a fight for dumpling Colonial port city History more gritty than a shitty Hollywood Theatrical, the myth is magical The birthplace of the rat race Ain't nothing sweet, you get slapped in the face You can trace way back before the fat laces The founders of this place were racist The African buried your ground That's where the bridge and city hall meet Nowadays known as Wall Street The y'all BK to the BX The boombox eject Cassette tapes that play Kiss and BLS The Giants, the Jets the Mets, even the Nets, gotta pay the play Everybody place your bets, the apple should be your pomegranate Every country on the planet represented Cause a New York minute is an hour to the rest of the world First the money, then the power, that'll get you the girl They call it eight million stories, the guts and the glory, huh No other city ain't got nothing for me New York, New York Knuckle, black fist, cuffed and shackled New York Times distort minds Corporate war crimes The poor get more time for the same offenses Hard times, yellow cabs race through the rat maze High stake paper chase Everybody in a rush Lust for the plush life Thug life, dirt bikes Swerve on the turnpike Cameras in the street lights Aliens, immigrants, project tenements The white man tricked the Indian Into giving it corruption So rampant it's known it's no secret Pollution in the water so bad you can't drink it Rats in the living room Roaches in the sink These are the breaks Make you wanna stick up the bricks for the fortune Graffiti on the wall, R.I.P. portraits The story of 8 million voices New York!
Malcolm Garvey Huey Dedicated to all political prisoners Life was like a movie Study Malcolm Garvey Huey Malcolm Garvey Huey It's Gates the Grill Gates the Organize everything I do's revolutionize. I build what's good for the whole damn hood. Study G's like these, really think you should. I study Malcolm Garvey Huey, Malcolm Garvey Huey, Marcel Cody with the Uzi. Listening to Fela Kuti, I'm a goon with the machete. Especially if it's Delhi, got the Santos for the Hexy to protect me, so respect me. This is heavy, legendary, revolutionary. My wifey, she resurrect me when they thought they had me buried. Took me out the cemetery, now it's Family over every Cause it's all that's necessary To avoid the commissary I'ma live for you five So I stop getting high If you know then you recognize It's that black and brown pride This the power of the mind RBG, God divine You can see through the lies If you can read between the lines I live, I die, I organize Everything I do revolutionize I build what's good for the whole damn hood Study G's like these Really think you should Malcolm Garvey Huey, study Malcolm Garvey Huey. Malcolm Garvey Huey. Uh, Malcolm Garvey Huey, Bungie Bobby, Pock and Sitting by the door so you can say I'm acting spooky. Just like in the movie, son, you better pack your toolie. Niggas wish be acting fruity, you'll be cracking like they pookie. Rather smoke a doobie than be burning and eluding. Bang, bang, pig shooting, we should blame Rudy Julie. Yanny for the camera, shine a white and nose candy. Let you banging on the system, you a gangster wearing panties. RBG, my family from the Bronx to Miami, police cannot stand me, Pacquiao like a manny, call me little Bobby Hutton, cause I'm first to push the button, rappers don't be saying nothing to the system, we say fuck them, this is for Nahanda, mama see mama Akua, all the real OGs, I'm a soldier cause you told me study Malcolm Garvey Huey, Malcolm Garvey Huey, Malcolm Garvey Huey, I'm reporting in the duty. Sticky, icky, yours truly here for duty Don Davino, M.A. Uno, you know how we drop the jury This is real, not a movie, not Mickey, Donald, Goofy I'm a soldier, I avoid a bitch, nigga, like the cooties Scoop face in a hoodie Fresh pair of khakis, we can do this like we fam I go to war like the Apaches For whatever, I stay ready, I learned that in Tallahassee Baba Tune, they used to school me as a juvie Skipping classes, never let the system use me My duty is my passage, watch the homies in your army They don't always show their badges, keep your family Living healthy, teach your children about their blackness Teach your wifey how to use the ratchet This shit is classic, get your food, clothes, and shelter Fuck the system, pimp it backwards I ain't hating, I'm just saying If you wanna be a rapper, study Malcolm Garvey Huey Malcolm Garvey Huey, study Malcolm Garvey Huey Malcolm Garvey Huey, study Malcolm Garvey Huey Malcolm Garvey Huey, study Malcolm Garvey Huey Malcolm Garvey Huey A tactical approach is designed to get certain results It's designed to keep you alive it's designed to bring about victory. Don't let anybody take your manhood. Be proud of our heritage of somebody said earlier tonight, we don't have anything to be ashamed of. Somebody told a lie one day. They couched it in language. They made everything black, ugly, and evil. Look in your dictionary and see the synonyms of the word black. 
It's always something degrading and low and sinister. Look at the word white. It's always something pure, high and But I want to get the language right tonight. I want to get the language so right that everybody here will proud. Yes, I'm black. I'm proud of it. I'm black and beautiful. All right, we back. Just play some music. We have Walt Baby with Black Boy. He just introduced his track. Mm-hmm. After that, we have Dead Press featuring Johnny Polygon with NYPD. After that, we had Dead Press again with Malcolm Garvey Huey. Those are guys that you should study if you are black. You definitely need to look up <laughs> Malcolm X. You got to look up Marcus Garvey. And you definitely need to look up Huey P. Yeah, right. So I know you guys are into like black, you know, the black movement. Um, y'all, y'all, um, y'all into like y'all very conscious. Like, what type of like books do you have on your bookshelf right now? Hmm. Um. Well, the last book that I read that was, you know, in that category would have to be um, Your Face and Mine. So weird, because my mother gave me that book. Um, it's interesting because it talks about how this um, black guy basically didn't want to be black anymore, physically. Like, he went through this whole process of transforming himself and created, like, he had a different skin color, like, his eyes were different. He even went, there, went under a different name. It was, it was creepy. It was, it was crazy. But um, other than that, most of the books I do read... Um, are The Alchemist, one of the last ones I read. Um, there was a, another one. I don't even have it anymore. My friend borrowing it. It's by J.A. J.A. Rogers. It basically um, talks about how, you know, um, there's this town in there's this town in Long Island. I think it's called Levitt Town. And basically, they used to call it a sundown town. It's, it's um, basically when the sun went down, the blacks had to get out of there. And if they did it, they could, you know, end up getting killed or something could happen to them. But they were only allowed in the town so they could work. And when the sun went down, they had to leave. And it's crazy yeah. that a lot of blacks still want to move, you know, move over here to Long Island, move further up to Long Island. They, we we're not really wanted over there. We're still not wanted over there, even back then. But now it's like, you know, people want to move up, up to the areas where they think they'll be more accepted. And it's, it's not happening. Nothing's really changed, you know. But... That's about it. Yeah, I could dig that. For me, uh, I read a lot of different things, uh, but uh, I would say the the one thing that stood out to me was the whole the pair of horse. You know what I'm saying? That was good reading. Uh, yeah, I read a lot of different things. Uh, music. I just in the wherever I can get. Bits of knowledge, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to go into a lot of things, but I just um, I'm all over the place with Okay, and um, like what type, like who is your favorite authors in general? Since we're talking about books, this is like in general category. Well, Donald Goins, uh, 
I'm really into poetry too, Langston Hughes, man. Uh, you know the classical people, um, man. Uh, uh, you know, what's my, uh, nah. what's the uh, my lady name? Maya Angelou, Wendy Bennett. You know. Okay. Yeah, there's Ricky G, you know. There's in the, the Gregory, Richard Wright. And uh, yeah, like so many names. So many names just flowing through my head, you know. Definitely. All right. I would, yeah. Um. I would definitely have to say uh, Deepak Chopra is definitely one of my favorites. He has so oh, many yeah. books, but like, I got a chance to hear him speak when I didn't even know he was going to be on the show. So, you know, it's interesting to listen to him, you know, basically translate everything, his beliefs and things of that nature, because the show itself was about religion. And, you know, they had him, they had somebody who was like Catholic, and they had another person who was an atheist. So they had, you know, chimed in and talked about what they felt in it was like everybody was just like their jaws were dropping because he was like he's just one of those guys that he's so deep like like you just feel like what like mind blow every <laughs> every time so I, I definitely appreciate him um Paolo Coelho is a big yeah you know you just it's just so many like um Chimamanda uh Gigi the one who wrote uh who was featured on Beyonce's song um she's a poet the feminist she's a, I think she's Nigerian um, she's dope too I do like her work um, it's crazy because like I read so many books that now I'm drawing a blank <laughs> like I have so many books sitting here and I'm thinking about so oh I read all of them and I really do read books very very fast so I'm mm. always looking for more you know more books to read um, did you I don't know if you ever heard of this book it's called How <laughs> How White Folks Got So Rich I know it's tied, yeah, the title yeah. sounds crazy, but it has a, um, what is the guy from the uh, NBA, Donald, I forgot his name, white guy, but he's on the front of the cover, um, and it's funny because um, it just basically talks about how blacks were set up um, in, in any way possible, whether it's the real estate market, mm-hmm. how they tore down all, all our, you know, all black Wall Street, um, it, t- it talks about everything that we've been through, how we've always tried to progress, but secretly there have been things that have been set up so that we can't reach a certain level of success. Or if we do, you know, there's always some type of thing that's gonna that, that hinders us, that's put in yeah. place to hinder us. So it's, it's interesting. I like that you mentioned Black Wall Street because one of the listeners father just started a black wall street in fort worth texas so basically um i'm gonna get this little plug in real quick and if you guys in fort worth you can check it out the guy name is seti j and he have a social network that you both should join called dustspot.com and you can link up with him to get more information so basically what they did is they got a church lot and they like let mm-hmm. black businesses come there free and black businesses nice. can come there and they can sell products. They can sell costume jewelry, food. So you can get that good collard greens. Not that fake mess that those white folks make. You can get that good collard greens. Southern collard greens. 
and um you know they got everything so that was a good look his father um is trying to like you know he took the idea of wall street black wall street greenwood and he basically put it into a project to help his community so that's real good so definitely shout out to his father and him Nice, nice. That's exactly what we need, man. Yeah, I had to put yeah, it in Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. But, um, we need more. We need more Black Wall Street. Bull City. Bull City had the Black Wall Street that got uh pretty much destroyed. They they decided they wanted to run the Durham Freeway right through all the Black people' property. Pretty much destroyed right. Black Wall Street. There, uh, need to come back up with that. Every every city, every town need a Black Wall Street. Mhm. And I think Winston Salem have one also, don't it? Or Greenboro? Oh, Greensboro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Greensboro. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What black products? I know we off topic all like everywhere everywhere, but um we still in, <laughs> we're kinda we kinda in topic. But um what black owned products do you guys like and like what black online stores or black um businesses that you like to support? It can be local, just tell us you know, tell the name and maybe people can find it. Name and location. Yeah. Or online. Um, there's a store in Brooklyn, New York, but a it's called Nicholas Brooklyn, actually. It's on, I believe it's on Fulton Street. Don't quote me on that, but you can always check them out on Facebook, Instagram, Nicholas Brooklyn. And they sell, it's a black-owned um, company. They sell everything you can think of, like healthy food. They even, we have, they, I've been to their open mic, so that's how I originally found out about it. Um, actually, my friend from PA referred me to them, and then I just started going to their open mics. They sell, like, shea butters and all black hair care products. Um, I do like this guy called Black Girls Long Hair. I I like to buy some of their products. Um, black Opal, like well for us that do wear makeup, <laughs> but black owned makeup, actually makeup companies that understand black skin. You know, like how we can actually find our tone instead of using these other companies who really don't cater to our particular skin skin type. Um, so this this those are definitely some of the few that I, I like personally. Oh. Right. Do you have any um, what, what? There's a few few spots with products. Um, I use like Carol's daughter and uh, Shea Shea Moisture, and then um, like I got this spot I go to right in Baltimore. They have really good, great soul food. It's called uh, Taste This. Yo, it's the spot. Like right off Charles, I think Charles in 27. Yeah, my father, he's a great accountant. He's been doing this thing for about 15 years. Charles, he's a accountant. Yeah, fuck him. Tax season. Go ahead, let down to him real quick. Black owned operator, been doing this thing, like I said, for 15 plus years. So. Uh, any that I, I always try to support any anybody I run across that's trying to do their thing and uh, you know trying to do a positive. I always try to support them anywhere I can. All right, I want to tell y'all guys about 
my favorite store. It's called the Get Well Store. What you can do is just go to... It's out of um, Greenville, North Carolina. Um, So you you can just um, go to their website. It's getwellstore.com. Again, that's getwellstore.com. It's a herbal product store. So they got the shea butter. They got the black soap. And they got like stuff, the African stuff to... Um, help you with your joints and stuff. So basically, um, they got products for your hair, so that'll be great for um, you. Um, they got skincare products. They have um, stuff for arthritis, swelling, um, and you can get in contact with the guy. He's a black. He's a black guy. His company, his um, post box is three seven three seven two. And his phone number, if you would like to contact him and ask him about his products, is two five two. 412-7674. Again, if you want to contact this guy, his phone number is 252-412-7674. He's in Greenville, North Carolina. So definitely check out Albert Lucas of Get Well Store. Again, the site is Get Well Store. We have a guest uh, that would like to talk to you guys. So let me put him on. Oh, cool. No doubt. What's up, what's up? This is our Seti J. Um, with my boy Renato was just talking about. How you doing, Seti? I'm, I'm pretty good. Um, just over here. Um, adding pictures and listening to the show at the same time. All right. <laughs> All right. But yeah, uh, so... Yeah, um, for, first off, you know... I'm kind of going to a little before I start um, buying by myself a little. Um, I had a question about for each of y'all. Um, um, as you go through, as y'all, as y'all are rising the ranks of success, of course, one of the key things is you are going to uh, work with uh, people who are not of color. Um, you know, that being said, of white people. How do you how do you find that balance um, to be able to still be uh, remain yourself and yet still be able to work with people who uh, might not necessarily be on the same mind, mindset as you because it, that that is going to tend to happen a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I mean I already experienced it now. Um, that was funny because I was going to talk about that and. Dealing with like entertainment, um, like particularly acting. Let's just let's talk about that because me and my some of my friends who do act, we notice certain things. You know, like uh, we won't get picked for certain roles, but when it comes to stereotypical roles, a lot they'll call. They're so quick to call a lot of us, a lot of black people. But when it comes to certain roles, you have to be. If you're black, you have to look the furthest thing from black. You know, you have to be a light light skinned girl. You gotta have a certain body frame, um, you know, a certain hair type. It's very very interesting how, you know, these things work. Like casting agents are freaking ridiculous. And you know, there's certain shows that, you know, we're they want they always want us. But then you have certain shows that they basically don't even want nothing to do with us. You know, it doesn't fit their image. And I, I just, you know, I just do what I do. I don't let that get to me, but I'd be lying and say I don't notice it. You know, everybody that, right. and when you see, when you hear white people say, 
I, you know, I don't, I always get booked for this. I always get booked for that. And I'm thinking to myself, here we go, the, you know, the white privilege. Of course you are. You know, you're always going to fit something, you know. But when they, what I notice is that when they, there's a gig that they can't do because, of course, they're white and it's mainly geared towards blacks, they really get offended. But I'm like, it's one gig. Everything else you have, like, when we have something, yeah, I have a problem with it. So... It's one of the many things you deal with in that industry. It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, so forget. I'm saying question to you, sir. No doubt. Uh, but I just, man, I deal with people. One thing, this is one thing I find out. People are people. You know what I'm saying? You got good people and you got bad people. You know, fucked up people. You know what I'm saying? Can I say that? Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> no matter, no matter, you know what I'm saying. No matter the color, you know what I'm saying. So, because I done dealt with black people that's been bad business all the way around. You know what I'm saying. And I done dealt with some white people that's been like surprisingly straight up and down, and and they they want to help. You know what I'm saying. So you got to kind of you got to you got to sift through that first. Before you just judge on that, on that. But like she was saying there, on on a on a systematic level, what she is saying is true. You know, you're gonna run into things because of your skin color and how you dress and just how you carry yourself. The culture you may be involved with, you know, it may intimidate, you know, some people. And and that's something that I live with. I'm gonna always be myself, and I'm gonna be who I am. And uh, if you're uncomfortable with that, you know, I ain't out here trying to hurt nobody. If you're uncomfortable with that, that's something with you that you need to work on, you know. I ain't going to change myself, especially when I'm right. out here. All I'm out here trying to be positive anyway. So if you intimidated by something I'm doing, that's something with that person. And um, I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing then. You just got to be comfortable that's with yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's why I, I want to get to the bottom of it, yeah, because a lot of people, it seems like, and sometimes it drives me nuts, because sometimes it'd be the quote-unquote most woke people ever, you know, all of a sudden, <laughs> they, all they got to do is, you know, all the, all the men got to do is wave a couple of dogs at them, and they hold their demeanor change, or how oh, they yeah. treat, you know, how, how in tune they were, all of a sudden they're not woke, they... You know, they they all well, I wanna put it, have a sleep apnea. They dancing to that yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, they dan they dancing to that you know, doing that dance at both things. Yeah. I thought you were brother uh, yesterday you was preaching you was preaching and you had your dashiki on and talking about <laughs> you, you was about everything you could think of. The man, he put McDonald's on this world so we could die, mm-hmm. so we could die. And then all of a sudden, now you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I so matter, you got to always be yourself. That's why it don't matter what, like, no matter what situation you in, somebody going to always look at you and be like, that's that's him. That's, what, that's who he is. And, you know, whatever yep. it is, you know. It takes yourself, one thing. You could you could have a reputation, and it takes one one wrong decision for you to destroy your reputation. Seriously, yeah. and, it, and then industry is big, but it's so it's so small at the same time. So you know, I never wanted to be known as that person that you know is just 
obviously unsure themselves and I, I and I'm not that's not my my thing so I'm more I'm focused on doing what I know fits me what looks right to me what feels right you know I mean yeah. please they'll, they'll try to offer you all types of money and, and they try to make you do all types of roles but I'm the one I don't want to get typecasted and that's one thing I always yeah. tell myself is anything you know, it's cool if you want to do certain roles and you're like, okay, you just starting out. But see, now when they try to, they, they think they can just put you in this box, that's when it becomes an issue. And I'm not really for that. When I know that yeah. I'm I'm more than that, you know? So. Yeah. And what did you play the number five? Say what that again? Say? I mean, it's always, they look at the cash and see, they go, um, yeah, I got a role for you. Want you to be Slade number five? Oh, we want you to be angry black women number number twenty two. Exactly. It's like, come on, man. Like we're not all like that, you know. But that's how it is, you know. How do you how do you whitewash everything? Because they don't want our history. They don't want us to be known that we all over the place. We've been here, you know. Like they got these movies about Egypt, and they got these. The whitest of the white people playing kings and stuff. Yeah, I was another king. What? I mean, you know, not in Egypt. Wherever the hell you came from. No, you wasn't. So, right. you know, that's I'm very like, offensive. When they, when they start getting to her room yeah. so, so, that, that, that movie was a whole entire... I, it it flopped on top of that. That's what, that's what made my soul just, just warm. <laughs> it's like, thank you. People got some freaking sense. Yes, <laughs> man. But, amazing. Um, he was talking earlier about you know he was talking about how my dad uh, started uh, he decided to start uh, Black Wall Street for a work here and basically how that happened you know he, my, my dad if, you, if you're around him he, he has a bunch of like he has a bunch of books uh, we, we were always uh, in our house when we were kids and so we always had encyclopedias and all kinds of stuff there for us to look through and so yeah he um yeah he did a lot of research and then actually a few weeks ago he went to the original site of Black Wall Street and you know it just helped completely it helped completely uh, refocus his entire mindset he was already going through the marketplace but it just really gave him more insight I'll first at hand for what happened, and it, it was just crazy. I mean, it was. I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm actually putting together like a short, um, not, not I won't say bi- uh, bi- a biopic, but like basically oh, okay. like putting together like a short um, thing that came from some of the pictures he took while he was out there and connected to the marketplace. Because we just the reason I started the marketplace, we just wanted. The same mindset why they started the um, Black Wall Street back then. We wanted to do the same thing here to where we allow black all business a chance. Instead of just being out there and being on Facebook, people do this shit all the time where they get on Facebook <laughs> and everybody's a goddamn social warrior. Yeah, man, <laughs> we gotta do something with the men. And then when they, when they <laughs> log off, they ain't, they ain't shit. They just log, they was about to go to sleep or go beat the meat or something. They don't do anything <laughs> after that. Oh, man. So, so yeah, we, so instead of doing that, me, um, you know, I, I just, my, my family's always been about, it's stuff, it be, uh, don't, don't, don't talk about it, be about it. So, we started right. something here. 
we're not trying to look for no credit. We're just trying to, just like everything we try to do, we're just trying to bring um, people together and, and bring a positive movement. It's not just, and just making it clear, you know, it's called Black Wall Street and it has black um, business owners. If you're not black, you can come shop there. It's just, we just getting tired of all the all red tape it takes to be able to yeah. uh, have be a black business. Or when you go to these black neighborhoods, um, I want you to name how many of the businesses around there are black owned. And then right, you you right. be hard pressed to find that. So that's why we start all doing that. We got all this buying power, but yet none of it's coming back to us. So, you know, it's okay, yeah, we worth this much, but where is it? You know, that that's everybody else comes to our neighborhoods, takes our money because they know that they can. <laughs> and they leave or, or if they choose to leave or they just come and gentrify the area like what's going on now because uh, where I used to live Newark is definitely going in that direction Brooklyn's already there. every other borough is pretty much on that path so you know but if we're not buying up properties and we're not trying to fix up our own communities people can't really get mad when they come in when a lot of the Jews yeah. come in and start taking over yeah. so that's exactly what's happening and I see it and it's so crazy well that's why we gotta start taking advantage of like w- the ways we can like with minority grants and different things to get that capital going to try to do things right. to do right if we don't take advantage of what's going on you know the, the opportunity in our own neighborhoods they sure will you know sure will yeah cause my dad he's actually linked with a um a black owned bank out here too. Like it was, like I'm telling you, like all the all the stuff people talk about on social media, we are trying we're actually uh, doing the research and putting it forth and our last Saturday, because that was the first Saturday we did the marketplace. Like, I'm telling y'all, y'all were y'all minds be blown away because you know, you know, you know when you start something like that, you know how sometimes you worry about how your people gonna be receptive to it. And there were right. like 10 vendors, and it was a nice turnout. The vibe was dope. If they said it was supposed to rain. God um, saw it through that he didn't want the rain. He's like, nah, I didn't, all black people <laughs> can win today. He's and like, nah, no, people just got wind of it. <laughs> and so now, people, so now you got all these vendors. Like this week, my dad's phone was blowing up from so many vendors wanting to be involved. Because people were just um, kept catching white wildfire, or uh, hearing how positive it was, and then how you know how we just come together. So you just right, can't right. do it. So I'm telling you, like, it, it's not just about Fort Worth. We want it to be something that grows out to other areas because Black Wall Street oh, yeah. shouldn't stop at uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. It needs to grow out to other areas, New York. It needs to grow out to North Carolina, Georgia, wherever. We need to be putting this everywhere so we can have a chance and start. Um, like you said, like you said earlier, buying power, being able to put that buying power to good use, and you and right. that also kills. This marketplace also kills the whole thing of. Well, I want to buy black, but I don't know where to go. You got all you got people that do everything that's there. Right. Thing. They got yeah, snow cones. You know how black you are the snow cones. We like extra juice. <laughs> I was like, they put extra juice in there by the fault. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. And like, if you if you know any other business, this is a like just post. I mean, just tell tell us about it. I let Seti talk, you know, because he loves to talk. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah, definitely, if you like know any other businesses um, or whatever, you can actually send the business to me, and I, I can actually post it and definitely um, mention it on the show. And um, that, you know, if you start something, just let me know. Um, let me see. He said something that I I wanted to um say something known, but I didn't get a chance to say it because you know he was. Uh, um. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> For people who do not know, black people have a three. I think it's three trillion dollar or about to be three trillion dollar buying power. So we got the buying power. The people hey. from other countries know about that, so that's why they target us. That's why they, you know, the and um, you know, we need to start. We definitely need to start. Sh- ladies need to start shopping with black vendors for their hair, and you know, not right. don't even shop from the Koreans because you know what happened recently. Like a good example. Um, do you guys know any black hair salons? I know one here in Win- Black Beauty Shop. One is about to come to um, my area, Wilson, North Carolina. Um, it's called uh, dang, I do not remember the name, but there's gonna be one in Williamston, North Carolina. Do you know any like beauty, black beauty supply where people can buy hair from black people? Um, not here, but I'm sure there's a list, there's definitely a list of them. I don't think there are any here. Um, if there are, I haven't seen them because um, I definitely that would be the first place I would go because there are already too many like Chinese <laughs> old music blast stores you can easily find those anywhere so but as soon as I find out about them I would definitely I definitely will, will run to them because you know I mean come on we you, you get you get tired of them treating you like you know treating you all crazy when you walk in there like the, the stairs like and after what happened with that, that young lady what happened yeah. I said you. Oh, they have to look at you with a you break you by. <laughs> oh yeah, hurry up and buy. Hurry up and buy. And like what? <laughs> now don't rush me, damn it! Like I hate to feel like somebody like all over my back. Like like that guy who you know who who put that lady in the headlock, the black lady. Like that was ridiculous. Like and then people like, why would you want to? You know, I'm like, well, this is what kills me. Some black people will, will really sit up there and try to defend the fact that he, you know. This, this Asian guy just knocked her to the floor and had her in the headlock. Like, okay, first of all, there's no proof that she was stealing. And according to the video, she wasn't stealing. And he tried to accuse her of it. And yeah, I stood up here trying to say, oh, you know, well, I'm not going to stop shopping there because, but then we give you a whole list of black-owned music uh, blossoms that you can go to instead of going to that one. And y'all just completely dismiss it. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's so crazy. Yeah, nah, we just we got one here. Actually. Oh, oh, go ahead, bro. Um, it's actually, as a matter of fact, um, you will search Isis Brantley on on Facebook. She actually, I only show she has a a braiding school called the in in accessory accessory school of braiding, and she actually, um, she got signed by our current governor to where uh, there's a law set in place to where if you're a black woman, you know, you're a black woman, you can you can legally braid hair 
and not, you know, not catch any repercussions. You don't have to go to any cosmetology school or anything like that. You have the legal right to braid hair or anything of that sort that involves black black um, hair practices. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, I found it. it. It's Creative Braids. Um, definitely contact her. I'm going to just give you her number. Like, if you want to buy some hair, that's a black-owned place, and I know she'll ship it to you. Um, it's yeah. 252-325-3537. She also has a dashikis and an African clothes also. So, um, yeah. Cool, cool. Definitely. Good luck. Creative Braids. Yep, Creative Braids. Her name is Shakira Watson. She's on Facebook, Creative Braids and Style Hair Salon. Alright. Tell my sister about that. Yeah. We've been looking for a place to go hit up. Yeah, like, you're in um, Greenville, Greenville, right? But yeah, my my pops yeah. in Greenville. I'm actually in Baltimore, but my, my sister, all my you know, all my family down there, though they're in Winston. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, definitely tell them about it. If they probably already know though, but still, it wouldn't hurt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I need to get some break, so I need to hit them up. I'm so, so far right. from everybody. <laughs> oh, man. I know in Baltimore. Y'all all far from me, like. It's this place on 25th and Charles Street. It's a black-owned beauty supply place. I don't know the name of it, though, but I see it every time I ride by there. You know, they got the dashiki. They got everything, got all the beauty supplies and everything. 25th and Charles in Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. Can't miss it as soon as you go down there. Yeah. All right. So we had a great show. I'm glad that everyone called in. I'm going to let everyone, if you have anything last to say, I'm going to let you um, say your last words. You can get your, get you know, do your shout out or whatever. So I'm going to start off with Kimberly. Do you have any shout outs or last words? Hmm. No, just um. If you got my social my social media, follow me on there. Um, Instagram Kimberly four underscores Michelle. That's that's my Instagram. Facebook dot com slash model Kimberly Michelle. Um, you know, just still working, still focused. You know what I'm saying? Got big things coming up, so that's about it. All right, and Walt, do you have any? Like new projects you working on and any shout outs or anything? Yeah, gotta uh, go check that presence of color out, check that out. And then I got some new that's gonna be coming out this summer. New project. Uh, definitely before the fall hit. Don't have a really name of it yet, just banging out tracks right now. Uh, wanna shout out. Uh, Bird and my brother Doug Dellinger and you know the 252 North Cat Bull City Baltimore City always showing me love and you know everybody all my folks all my family I don't say everything everybody but definitely definitely you 
you know, for showing us love right here on this show, man. It's real. All right, and Seti, do you have any shout-outs or last words? You can plug your radio show and social network also. Um, I want to say, uh, first of all, thank you for letting me uh, call it. I'll let me call in uh, to uh, shout out to the guests. Uh, y'all, y'all were very great. I, I, I liked it. it was a different interview. It was still, it was what I could call edutaining. So definitely blessed okay. to see you both. Thank you. Um, Thank you, bro. Yes, I'll give you a personal shout out. Make sure y'all, y'all both in the entertainment industry. Y'all need to join. Um, it was a black-owned, hard-pressed find black-owned entertainment uh, website, social network called dustspot.com. It's definitely black because you can get there the damn logo of a black man's face, so you can't miss it. <laughs> and definitely <laughs> have y'all over there, man, so definitely. Um, you said and, dust, dustspot.com? Yes. D-S-K-S-P-O-T dot com. Okay, okay. That's cool. And what's your, what's, what's your um, Instagram again, Kim? Uh, it's Kimberly um, four underscores Michelle. I just followed you on that laser focus photos. No you doubt. gave me that okay. follow back. Shout out to that. Okay, That's yeah, did see that. For the people and everybody at Walk Baby DP, that's on whatever any social media. Walk Baby DP. I be oh, the last thing is, I did the research. Uh, the store you talk about is Beauty Plus. Okay, all right. Yeah, appreciate it. I knew it. I ride by it all the time. Yeah. As soon as you said it, I started typing on it. Uh, stuff. I was like. You gave me two crossing streets. <laughs> yeah. Beauty Plus, uh, 25th and Charles. They're right down the street from uh, the Safeway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Safeway. Yeah. All day. That's yes, man. Baltimore. Midtown. All right. I want to shout out everyone that called in. Um, definitely want to shout out all of you. Um, thank you for actually doing the show and um, I want to shout out all the listeners and all the people who share this show and re- re- um, tweet this show and like it and whatever I want to give um, let you know that if you like the place to add on the X25 network only thing you have to go is do is go to x25fitness.com slash ads also make sure you check out the hot models models just like Kimberly just go to x25fitness.com <laughs> Slash Vixens. Also, we got a brand new show on the network called Plugged In with Bean Bang, playing nothing but the best underground hip hop and interviewing the hottest unsigned hip hop artists. Only thing you have to do to look listen to the archives is to go to x25fitness.com. I know fitness, yeah. Fitness site, you know, fitness people listen to music while they lift weights, so it goes together. So x25fitness.com slash plugged in. And usually when you lift from weights, you want to hear hip-hop or something that's like hip-hop. You don't want to hear like country or nothing like that. So, um, (laughs) let's see, what else? Um, 
x25fitness.com. You can look at the new photos from Seti J. Me and him teamed up on this video also. I did the editing. He filmed the video. A great cricket player, professional cricket player. So definitely go to x25fitness.com to check that out. Um, I'm assuming that you're athletic, Kimberly, so you definitely should check out x25fitness.com and x 25 <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, them pictures show me all of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to run track, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got oh, the phone man. now. You just said track. That's a weakness. Track is one of my weakness. <laughs> oh, all right, man. So, I thank everyone for listening to this show. I got this unsigned artist. He's from North Carolina. As I was telling Kimberly, there's a lot of great artists here. Um, that especially in North Carolina, because nobody really look at North Carolina artists. I think the biggest artist in North Carolina is gonna be Nice Wonder, and he's not even mainstream. Well, he he produced some hot artists like Jay Z and Beyonce, but still, I don't, think he, I don't think he's on the radar like J Cole. So J Cole is like Shout the, out to Jim. yeah, he's like he the really biggest on the radar. Yeah, and P. Pablo. But yeah, we got some heat here in North Carolina. So what I'm going to do is play, you might know him, um, No Sweat. And this is called New Way to Get It. Like we killed this on the other show, the um, plugged in with Bing Bang. So about to play that right now because it's heat. I got a new way I'm living. No more selling dough. I got a new way to get it. I'm 
I'm just trying to be the kid Cause all my niggas in prison If you think I'm going out like that You must be tripping I got a son to feed I got a dream I'm chasing I got a vision that I see Already know I'ma make it I'm just trying to make ends No losses, just wins And this shit to make money I ain't trying to make friends I got a new way to get it I got a new way to whip it In that Bobby Brown That's that new addition Multiply the money with my team Keep my circle tight, I might subscribe, but don't do additions I got a new way to get it, huh. I got a new way to get it huh. Last time fucked up, huh. but I got a new way to get it huh. I need them hundreds and fifties, so I got a new way to get it huh. I got a new way to get it, huh. I got a new way to get it I got a new way to get it, huh. I got a new way to get it huh. This time locked up, huh. cause I got a new way to get it huh. I got them hundreds and fifties now, cause I got a new way to get it yeah. I got a new way to get it, yeah. I got a new way to get it X25 Radio. Napa know-how. Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolored paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How.